You are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. So, started this off with thank you everybody for putting up with my coughing in the last episode because I know it was horrendous. I didn't think it would be horrendous and it ended up being horrendous. My apologies for that cough. It's pretty much gone by now. Um, let's start this off with a uh, simple... There we go. That's a yeah. nice... Uh, Mikey's beer is already open, so Mikey, we're going to toast right now. We're going to... There you go, buddy. Cheers. All right. There we go. Let's uh, get this down. To John Jones. It looked like you almost choked on your beer there. To corruption. Oh. To John Jones. Why would you say that? To UFC. To Dana White. Mm. Mm. This is, for the record, side Mm. note, slight asterisk. This is my first time drinking on a podcast. Not only this one, but also my primary uh, podcast, which I do like weekly. Uh, it's called Enough About You. For those listening, if you want to tune in for me talking shit, you can find that uh, everywhere. But this is my first time having a drink. It's because I don't really drink that much. But it's a yeah. Friday. It's Christmas week. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Hope you guys had a fantastic holiday. Mm. New Year's Eve is coming up in five days, four yes. days. So, John Jones... Corruption spread through nice and strong with Dana White and USADA. So you got to drink to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. So. it's <coughs> really nice. Not to make. You like it? Yeah, it's not bad. Nice. I never had it. So to talk about the primary thing tonight is going to be right off the bat. I am not a fan of the UFC at all right now. At all. I don't support anything that they're doing right now. Right. I don't support. <coughs> I don't support anything about that promotion. I support the fighters and not even all the fighters. For those who are wondering what happened, uh, a where the fuck have you been? But B, John Jones. Long story short, has a picogram mm-hmm. of a, the steroid. He he already tested. He already failed on the test like two years ago. He was suspended. He got brought back. 18 months? 18, oh, yeah. Not two years. 18 months. My bad. He's coming back, <coughs> fighting Alexander Gustafson at UFC 231. and Main one, event, by the way. Main event. And one of his tests from back in December popped back up as a failure. Mm-hmm. Because they were redoing all the tests with newer technology. And, uh, yeah. So, UFC 232 got removed. Um to uh where was it the forum instead of the t-mobile arena and this move was done purely because the nevada state athletic commission said he failed a test back in december we're not sanctioning this fight we need to investigate why he. they need more time yeah we need more time to research this and dana white and the ufc said uh fuck that we're gonna move the entire promotion six days out to an entirely different venue to an entirely different Excuse me, um, athletic commission who will sanction this fight. So, I'm pissed at the UFC. You can give your input on the situation. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. Mm-mm. It's it, never mind the UFC, right? What about all the people that planned to go see that sh- that fight in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and? planned the trip there and the vacationing and they paid for those seats now their plans are fucked up i'm sure they will be reimbursed or maybe they're able to 
trade in their tickets for the new ones. I don't know. But regardless, so it's like you 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 fucked your fans over right there. Now, I here's the thing, and I fucking called this with Conor McGregor, and I've said it before, I'm a huge Conor fan. But holy shit, that whole thing with Khabib and Conor and the way Dana White just kind of went with the flow and used that whole drama, that, that whole incident for marketing <clears throat> to get pay-per-view sales and asses in seats for that fight. I called it. I said, this shit is becoming like, it's like watching the WWE. It's like watching wrestling. There's going to be drama involved. Shit's going to change. And this is the second incident now where, you know, here we have a guy who, this is his third time (coughs) coming up positive during that test. Here's a great thing. So Jeff Wagenheim at ESPN posted a beautiful article where they broke down like the big moments of John Jones' career. And I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this timeline. Okay. So I'm going to not, I'm not going to get into when he won the belt and all this other shit or his technical loss and on December 5th, 2009, I'm going to just do the controversial shit. Mm. So <clears throat> starting off on uh, da, 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 November 4th, 2011, Jones is taken into custody in the parking lot of a strip club in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the city where he lives and trains. A traffic stop reveals he is driving on a suspended license. So cool. charges are later dropped. May 19th, 2012, a year later, Jones wraps his Bentley around a utility pole in in Binghamton, New York, and is taken into custody by police after refusing a sobriety test. Jones Jones is uninjured, but his two passengers suffer minor injuries. He later pleads guilty to DUI, is assessed a $1,000 fine, and has his license suspended for six months. All right. Um, Here we go. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Moving on, moving on, moving on. I'm not. I'm not talking about his accomplishments. Uh, da, 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 da. Here we go. April fourteenth, two thousand fourteen. Accused of writing homophobic slurs to Swedish fans on Instagram, Jones says his phone was stolen and his account was hacked. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next up is the DC saga. Start. It starts August fourth, two thousand fourteen, where he um, ends up talking shit to DC. Uh, starts brawling. So therefore, on September 23rd, 2014, he's fined $50,000 by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Also, he must put in 40 hours of community service. Um, <coughs> they fight. Jones beats DC. And then after on January 6, 2015, just one day after being featured on Forbes Magazine's 30 Under 30 list of the brightest young stars, uh, he gets a Nevada State Athletic Commission failure, or technically a positive test, for the main metabolite in cocaine for before the Cormier fight. Okay. Uh, Jones checks into a rehab facility on January 6th. January 7th, Jones checks out of the rehab facility <laughs> after one night. <laughs> January 17th, the UFC finds Jones $25,000 for violating its athletic code of conduct for the failed drug test. Um, bum, bum, bum. April 27th, 2015. This is the big one. Jones is involved in a hit and run traffic <clears throat> incident in Albuquerque yes. that injures a pregnant woman. Mm. Jones turns himself into police after initially fleeing the scene. <clears throat> April 28th, 2015. Key side note make an asterisk, people. Jones is stripped of his championship and suspended indefinitely by the UFC. So he is stripped for the first time by the UFC. 
Jones pleads guilty on September 29, 2015 to a charge of leaving the scene of an accident involving injury. He is sentenced to 18 months of supervised probation. Uh, March 29, 2016, a year later, Jones is jailed in Albuquerque for violating probation. A week earlier, he was cited by police on five charges related to drag racing. And footage from a police body camera captured Jones calling the officer a fucking liar and a pig. Uh, for the parole violation, this came on March 31st. For the parole violation, Jones is ordered to take anger management and driver improvement classes. Jones comes back and wins against OSP on uh, April 23, 2016. Um, here we go. Here's <coughs> another big one. July 6th, 2016. Jones is pulled from his scheduled UFC 200 rematch against DC after he gets flagged for doping. This is when he was crying, saying, being labeled as a cheat hurts me more than anything else in my career. Yep. That yep. was that whole thing. Um, one week after a hearing on November 7th, 2016, Jones has issued a one-year ban from USADA, reactive to the failed test. Uh, the substances which Jones tested positive for were clomiphene and letrozole metabolites found in Tadafilafil, which is an ED drug. Mm. So he needed a rock-hard dick. Um Side note again, at people, asterisk number two, November 9, 2016, John Jones is stripped of his interim title by the UFC, making him the first champion to be stripped twice. Twice. Yes. Um, December 15, 2016, the Nevada State Athletic Commission announces it has levied the same one-year suspension Jones received from USADA. Uh, let's see. So, July 29, 2017, after a 15-month absence from the cage, Jones meets DC again for the rematch and he ended up beating him however on august 22nd of that year he's then notified of a potential violation of the ufc's anti-doping policy stemming from a <laughs> drug screening on july 28th one day after the his rematch with dc the anabolic steroid terinobol was found in his system so we continue um so sorry, so, here's another side note people here's the third asterisk on september 13th 2017 the California State Athletic Commission overturned Jones' July win over D.C., making the bout a no contest. The UFC strips John Jones of the title and reinstates D.C. as champion. He's been stripped of champion three, three times. times. Three times. Three times he's been stripped of his championship belt. Now we bring it right up to the current. September 18, 2018, USADA announces after an appeal and a squeal process from Jones so he could be a rat, it is assessed that he will get a 15-month retroactive suspension to July 28th. He's eligible to fight this year. He ends up fighting against Gustafson in a rematch. However, on November 2nd, uh, no, where is it, where is it, where is it? On December 23rd, uh, UFC 232 is relocated from Las Vegas to Los Angeles after a random drug test of Jones discovers a trace amount of the anabolic steroid for which he was banned last year. USADA says, it's not Jones. Jones is not at fault, but he's unable to be licensed on time in Nevada for Saturday's fight. And that leads us to here. So that leads us to up to 10 incidents overall of, of fucking issues that he's had on top of three stripped fucking titles that he's had. Mm. So let's put, let, let, that's just the, the foundation for this situation right now. It's just, yeah, it's, it's really just disgusting. And, you know, I... Like, like I was kind of ranting before, you know, I, 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 I foresaw shit like this happening, you know, where certain fighters are going to get special treatment from Dana and, um, 
you know, as far as I'm concerned, I believe that N- Nowitzki, is that his Jeff name? Jeff Nowitzki. He works for UFC, technically. Now, now he right? does, yes. He used to work for USADA. Now he works for UFC. Which is even more sketchy about this whole situation. It's totally fucking sketchy. The whole thing is sketchy. Because you figure he's going to get the word first <laughs> of the test results. Which, who is he going to go? Which, Do you think he's going to go to the press first? Which he did end up finding out. So people started asking, what was the time frame for you guys to know? The UFC knew for five days. Yep. Pretty sure it was five days they knew. He went straight to Dana. Yep. And so they knew, and they were trying as hard as they could with Nevada to get shit done. Nevada just played hardball and said, we're not fucking licensing this shit. Yeah. So then they said, plan B, everybody's working through the Christmas week, no vacation, we're yep. going to fucking in Los Angeles, and that's yep. what they did. And that's what they did. Yeah, I was, um, I was listening to a podcast. Actually, I was watching Brendan Schaub talk about this whole thing, and he brought up a good point. I think... One of the main reasons, or maybe it was the reason for this, like, desperate move, is because of the lack of interesting fights that they the UFC has had this year. Yep. Exactly. So they need the money. They need something to put in the books. Yep. To make this not a loss. But holy fucking shit. Like. <laughs> so the thing that bugs me the most about this, and I will get into the press conference that, that you just saw. The thing that gets me, the, that pisses me off the most, isn't the fact that he failed. He failed. Whatever. Like, there's there's going to be people who fail. It happens. Yeah. The thing that bugs me is that they changed and altered an event for literally over 10,000 fans. Staff members. Yep. Media members. Yep. Fighters. Fight camps. Like, like training camps. Fighters coaching staff. Everybody is affected by this because of one person who failed and one person who said, I'm not derailing the main event. Mm. That's literally what this is about. That's all this is about. It's just that, yes, he failed. If you want to do it by the books, he's out. Guess what? Nunez versus Cyborg is the main event. And guess what? That should sell the fucking card anyways. Yep. You have possible, you have, well, Cyborg, in my opinion, is the greatest female fighter of all time, but you, you have the only person who could probably come close to beating her. In Amanda Nunes. Yeah. You know? Yep. So you have, like, the greatest possible fight as the co-main that you just bump up as the main. It's not a big deal. You don't fuck over all of the fans that are coming to your fucking event. But no. No, Dana's yeah, just no. slobbing on Jones's cock here and needs it to happen no matter what. Now, <laughs> my favorite thing, and I've been yelling at everybody on Twitter about this, my favorite fucking thing about this is everybody saying, oh, it's like a pulsing pictogram or picogram of his of that steroid. He didn't re-ingest anything. It just, you know, it's still there it in lingered. the system. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. It's there. It's right. Regardless. There. there I don't give a fuck. There is some effect. It's there. Oh, it's so minuscule, though. Like, he, he won't reap any benefits from it. Bullshit. It's there. I don't care if he reaps benefits or not. Yeah. It's, it's still there. there. It's yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Why are we debating the size of the steroid found in his right. system? I don't give a fuck. If you're taking steroids so much, it lasts in your system for 15 months. I'm sorry. Which I, is that even a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I find that hard to believe. Unless he was using maybe a couple months ago, and it was still in his system, or he's microdosing, and they caught him in an off true. cycle or an That's on true. cycle. 
or, or I kind of thought cycle. about that I don't too. Know just taking about, small dosages. I know nothing about steroids, so I don't know anything about cycles. But I'm just saying, overall, the conversation needs to be: Why is it there? It's mm. because you fucking took something. Oh, it's what I took originally. Then guess what? It's still there. You're still not fucking fighting. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Like, that's it. You fucking punished Chad Mendez. Who was taking topical cream for like his psoriasis, psoriasis. or his eczema? But because or it was whatever. a steroid cream, and they saw traces of that. Yeah, he was suspended. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, again, as a side note, and again, an asterisk. I think that was amazing for Chad because he's been through so many wars, and he's such an amazing fighter. He needed that recovery for his health, and I think he did. And mm-hmm. I think, like, when he came back, he is a monster, and he's he's fighting this Saturday. He's he's a fucking beast. I'm so excited for him. But guess what? He was fucking suspended. Yep. <laughs> like, you have Frank Mir and Josh Barnett who came out and said, hey, oh, this tested, like, I had no idea. Here's the supplements. I, it's Especially in Josh Barnett's case, he was like, here's all the supplements I yeah. took for the past year. I've saved samples in case this happens. So you can go back and test every batch of this protein or creatine or whatever that I bought all fucking year. And you yep. can validate it. And they said, oh, no, that's... Nope, you're just popped hot. You're suspended yeah, for over years. a year. Yeah, two years and whatever. You can't fight anywhere else. And yeah. now we just killed your fucking career. Like that's and now now Nowitzki comes out. Well, you know, like now there's pulsing. We could test for it. So this yeah, and this. now it's okay. Now it's okay. No, it's if that's the case, you need to retroactively fix shit for all the fighters you fucked over. Yep. You need to give them pay. You need to do something better for their contract. You need to do something. And I know, I know the fucking people from MMA fighting and SB Nation for Bloody Elbow and all this fucking shit, like Luke Thomas especially. I know you guys are going to yell about the unions and how there's no union for MMA fighters and it's their own fault. I get it. But at the same time, this is why we are where we're at, where it's saying, I'm fucking pissed at the UFC for this. I'm seeing them be a shitty corporation, a shitty company, and not caring literally about anybody. Nope. Other than just this one person, John Jones. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And it's... Which really gets you questioning, too. It's like, you knew all these times, yeah, he was winning fights left and right, but it was under the influence or due to a substance. So here's the question. Here, here's a question. And this always gets brought up when, you know, PEDs get brought into the equation. Yeah. Do you now question John Jones's record? Or do you still think... I, well, I was just going to say, is he really the greatest of all time? No. Exactly. I don't think so. I, I definitely don't think so. I mean, I know we had this conversation in a few episodes ago where you mentioned it, especially your eyes about the greatest of all time. You need to encapsulate what that means as a martial artist within the sport. Yeah. So you need to be able to, if you are have an undefeated record and you have 32 knockouts, but you pop hot every 13 months for steroids. Yeah. It's like, eh. so it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. MMA is a very weird gray area. Yeah. You have Vitor Belfort, who was taking TRT, who is on testosterone replacement therapy for an extended period of time and was fucking ripping people apart limb by limb for that. Yep. You know, and then you saw exactly what happened when he got off of it. Mm-hmm. He start all of a sudden he's fucking human. You know what I mean? So don't get me wrong. There's definitely a gray area in MMA to make that statement. But do I think John Jones is the greatest of all time after this? Fuck no. I would put Demetrius Johnson above him. I would put George St. Pierre above him. Mm. I would put Anderson Silva above him, even though, yes, I know Anderson popped as well. I would still put Anderson over him. Um, I would put Chris Cyborg 
over him. I would put <coughs> Manny Nunez over him just because they don't have the crazy 10 event history with law enforcement and corruption and drugs and getting stripped three times of this fucking title. Now, if we're going to talk about who's the best performer in the ring, in the octagon, John Jones is still up there. He's still up there because he still does have the creativity. He still ha- does have the perfect body made for fighting with his long limbs, While his reach. clean, though. Re- clean or not, though, his you body type... You think he type, still perform as well? Yes, I think his body type demands the ability or, or, or forces the ability to be amazing at martial arts that's the bottom line between his he has a great pod muay thai stance it's perfect it's it's almost like the perfect muay thai in mma not saying muay thai people so if you're a muay thai practitioner fucking cool it i'm not saying he's the best muay thai fighter the way he paws in mma with his muay thai stance Mm -hmm. and he pulls down or pulls in for his elbow off of that. You think he's you think he's trying to block, or you think he's trying to find range and distance. Then he comes over with an elbow. That is something that you don't see a lot of people capable of doing because they just don't have the fucking body. Yeah. Not most people don't have like over what what does he have a, over a seventy nine inch reach advantage over people like to be able to reach over and stay in in your fucking range to keep you on guard. Yeah. And then once you shell up in a guard to pull you down and over so he could fucking drop an elbow. Most people don't have that ability. Most people have to fight their way into clinch range to throw elbows. He can literally throw elbows stepping in like a fucking hook and then step right back out, which he's done. Mm-hmm. That's insane. You know, he has the long legs for his fucking uh his oblique kicks, his leg kicks. He's so long and lanky and strong. His ability, like just from a strength perspective for wrestling, you know what I mean? He's he's got such long limbs that are still thin enough to wrap into areas for his fucking chokes. Yeah. He's got the perfect body. He's a Terminator body made for MMA. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, he still has the performance ability from a physical standpoint. His mind, that body, he's still one of the greatest performers in the octagon. Mm. Is he on my pedestal of being one of the greatest of all times to represent MMA? I after this after this most recent thing probably not and am I biased yes like what did you think after that that press conference when he fucking slammed that reporter what did you think of that whole interaction you know it, it, I have to say though it wasn't even just him it was Dana White as well though it's like oh I, I, I don't know understand what you're asking well it was pretty clear what she was asking you know like trying to deflect yeah trying to stall. exactly like there and there's Dana White also defending John Jones and allowing John to talk to her like that. Yes, don't get me wrong. Dana does. Act, I'm pretty sure Dana does have a hearing issue. He has an actual like disease to make it difficult. Okay. But I mean, at the same time, that was not the right mannerism to handle a reporter. Yeah, no. Just doing her fucking job. Yeah. Like props to props to all the journalists there. Like I know Ariel just like got up there and Dana just stared at fucking shot daggers at him because he was like, "Fuck, it's Ariel Hawani." Yeah, go ahead, Ariel. Like it was, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Props to 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 the journalists who knew that they were gonna walk into a wall of arrows, and they said, "I need to do this because this is too much fucking bullshit." Yeah. To not ask, yeah. like this has to be addressed. Yeah. And here's the question I asked you before that I told you to wait and and hold to answer until the podcast. Now is the time. After watching how John Jones behaved in that press conference. What do you think of me saying, here's the greatest martial artist in MMA today? 
What do you, what, what, what's your answer to that statement? Because I know you hold the term and the title of being a martial artist to a very traditional mm-hmm. and spiritual sense. and Which he doesn't have, though. He lacks, like, the guy likes to party, and he gets into well, that's trouble. It's fine. fine. Drunken style, baby. Yeah, drunken style. <laughs> no, but, like, he just, you know, it's he's just a very, this is, okay, I'm going to use the, the, the word interesting. He's a very interesting person. And not in a positive way, you know, because he will get in the ring and I guess, you know, do this fucking godlike performance in the octagon. And you think like, okay, like he must live a martial arts lifestyle even at home, you know, when he's not fighting. And then you hear about all this shit. And to me, that's not a martial artist. That's just. Well, here's a question. Because we just heard this. <laughs> what do you think about the Muay Thai fighters who are fighting every two weeks and they're smoking and drinking right before the fight? Is that a big deal? Or no, not really. Do you think that means they're they're less pure of a martial artist? Smoking as far as, like, weed? No. They're, or just they're, cigarettes? Or and... whatever. They're smoking... They're, they could be smoking fucking whatever, man. Well... It's all it's all natural, baby. Here's the thing. Whether it's tobacco they're not leaves, doing, marijuana they're not, they're, leaves. They're, they're not smoking crack and mash. I was just going to say, they're not doing coke though no they're, and they're having not... cigarettes and they're drinking they're doing shots and having beers then they're gonna go then they go out and fight yeah oh like that same day yeah the same night like muay oh, thai shit. over there yeah muay thai over there there's some crazy motherfuckers well we're talking joe, Schill- about a... joe motherfucking Schilling. still well i think he slowed down but he's he was fucking smoking cigarettes before, like in between rounds i think or something like that see my whole thing is maybe not with the cigarettes but i feel like when you dr- consume alcohol especially a certain amount you do feel this, like, numbness, you know, when you start getting a little tipsy oh, so or whatever. A, so it's a PED, is that what you're saying? Um, <clears throat> it's, you know, it kind of, like, reduces pain. Or I know a lot of guys, like, uh, when they train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or whatever, they'll smoke a little pot right before training. Mm-hmm. That way they can continue to train even through what would be painful. Um, that way they don't feel that during the training process or whatever. Like, some guys will smoke. You know, um, is that a performance enhancer? No, it's a pain reliever. Right, but like, so let's go back to the. But center. now, the, the, I, let's go back to the original question, though. Do you, I? You don't define purity in a martial artist by if they drink or smoke. Well, no, because like even you said, it's like drunken master. You know, like look at Jackie Chan. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 what is your answer to me saying, "Hey, John Jones, the way he, the way he just spoke to that reporter." The way he just handled well, I feel like conference. if they're drinking and smoking, I mean, I don't know, man. Because I feel like it's just a different social activity compared to, like, the it. I mean, okay, obviously drinking and smoking is the same no matter where you are in the world. But I feel like the, the, the environment you're in, it maybe it's different compared to, like, if he was smoking and drinking here, like, in Las Vegas, you know, down the Las Vegas Strip and partying and, you know, while they're doing it over there, maybe at someone's house or maybe they are at a bar, but it's contained at a bar, you know, and it's just a social thing, not necessarily like there's big booty bitches everywhere and there's fucking like lines of coke on the bar and like everyone's drinking and smoking. Like, yeah, let's fight. And they just go like, I'm pretty sure it's got to be a different type of environmental setting. 
<clears throat> you know what I mean? It, it, Maybe it I could be wrong. But Maybe it's exactly still, the same. But you're still not answering the question. I yeah. So, what is your answer when I say? Technically, right, what do you think opinion, about this guy? My opinion: I don't think anybody in the world should be doing any of that. Whether it's this literally an hour from you consuming the alcohol or the next day or whatever, you just. I feel like you should be as healthy as possible going into a fight. But I get that, you know, across the world, maybe there's, you know, amazing fighters that perform. But that's what I mean, though. Do they perform better because of that? Like, how do how would they perform if they were completely sober? Oh, I have no idea. But you're still not answering the question. The question I know. is, hey, <laughs> this guy that you just know, watched in this man. press conference is considered the greatest martial artist in today's MMA. But that's do you like? Do you think what a fantastic martial artist? Wow. Yeah. No. 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 There we go. So that's but, <laughs> but now let me ask you this: Do these guys in Thailand or wherever do it on a daily or weekly or whatever basis? Yeah. If you're a professional Muay Thai fighter, you're training all the time. You're doing pad work and conditioning. Because I can understand if they their tradition was the day of the fight. Now let's go all out. They do. Muay Thai fighters don't spar. They fight. So they usually right. only do pad work. They usually only do conditioning, like hardening like their strikes and stuff and do bag work. But they pretty much stay clean for the most part, right? During the training process. For the most part. I mean, don't forget, Thai fighters start when they're kids. Right. They have like 10-year-olds fucking yeah. Thai, 10-year-old professional But now let's fighters. talk about John Jones, who would probably go, go out every weekend. I mean, I could be wrong with that, but my opinion, that's probably what he was doing. What does that mean? You're not a martial artist if you party? I just feel like you're not committed to the training, though. You're, you're, what if you're you damaging what if your you're body. you training seven days a week and then two nights a week? But then you're destroying go- it by taking with substance abuse. You know what I mean? Substance like, abuse. Two days a week? Two nights a week? That's substance abuse? But the dude was oh, doing that's coke. A good point. That's a good point. Substance abuse is... Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Coke is different from pot. I respect people that smoke weed. Yeah, right. That's a natural thing. We're talking about something that was altered by man, Cocaine. you know, and concocted. So can, what if what if he was chewing like cocoa leaves instead? Again, it's natural. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of snorting there, it, there's no such thing as like natural Vicodin no, no. or natural. So Coke instead of it. snorting it in a powder, let's say he rolled up leaves, cut them in half, and he chewed them to get that fucking natural high. Whether you, dude, whether you make a fucking nice cup of marijuana tea or you bake it in a brownie, my whole thing is, is you're taking something natural from the natural source. You're, you can literally take it from the plant and do, okay, you know what I mean, and make tea out of it. Do you see what I'm trying to I get? Do, out here? But I do, but I do, but like the semantics of how you're That's breaking like, this so- down is hilarious. Because you're, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally saying it's not like cocaine though. Oh, so you're, so you're using it against John. What I'm saying is, is marijuana is not altered by man, besides the fact that it would go through a drying process and then ground up, but it's still a, the natural ingredient itself, right? Whereas well, cocaine, cocaine, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Is and then it? you gotta... Dude, it's like fucking baking soda and like other shit that they mix or whatever. It, yeah, it's not like... You know what I mean? Heroin. You have to, you have to, it's like, like, there's a fucking recipe for these drugs that you have to mix. Okay, okay, here's how you extract cocaine. It's made from the leaves of the coca plant, 
which is grown in South America, Colombia, Peru, Bolivia. To make powder cocaine, you soak the leaves in gasoline and metal drums. There you, you go. You drain the gasoline containing <laughs> cocaine from the drums and filter it into a barrel with acid. The gasoline <laughs> is removed from the acid, and sodium bicarbonate or ammonia is added to the solution to make cocaine base. Filter the base through a cloth. Dry the mixture. Mix the powder with a solvent such as acetone, and then heat it in a bath. Then another solvent is added to the liquid along with hydrochloric acid, which results in crystallized cocaine hydrochloride. Press and heat the remainder to remove any excess solvents, first by hand, then by a then by a hydraulic press, and finally by microwave. To make crack cocaine, cocaine hydrochloride is dissolved in a mixture of water and baking soda. There you go. The solution is heated until the cocaine forms an oily substance that settles at the bottom of the container. Excess water and other impurities can can be removed after cooling the oil to make a rock-like substance. This substance is crack cocaine. Now, how do you get your weed? You pick it from the plant and you dry, dry it, it out. out. And then you just crumble it in smoke. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay. First of all, if you're listening to this and you do cocaine, motherfucker, did gasoline? you hear the things I said? Holy shit. It you, soaks in gasoline. You're soaking gasoline in metal drums. <laughs> That's the first step. The first step after picking it is soaking it in gasoline and metal drums. Step two is filtering it with acid. And then you remove it from acid and then you put sodium bicarbonate or ammonia to make the cocaine base. What the fuck? So to answer your question, acetone, isn't that like paint thinner? Yes. Then you have acetone in, in step five. Which burns like fucking hell too. Jesus Christ. Um. So this is my. This is why I'm not really answering your question. Probably or probably giving you the answer you want. Because if they're smoking pot, that's one thing. There's but actually health benefits to but that. He's doing steroids. He's popping dick pills because he's doing cocaine. Doing coke, exactly. And there's so, other effects to that. You know, which, especially way, with to, cocaine, you're fucking. You're Superman at that point. So I don't have to shame you if you take dick pills. no but i'm just saying like with cocaine it's like you're fucking superman like look at scarface tony montana you know what i mean like the dude was getting shot how many times because he was like his face was just shoved in a mountain of coke you know what i mean so in the movie he's just getting shot up and just not even falling down and it took a a 12 gauge shotgun to the back to kill him in the end like uh spoiler alert by the way yeah sorry uh so but so here's my answer to that same question I would say that's a sad state of martial arts if that's your greatest martial artist. Right. If you said this is the greatest fighter, I would have a different opinion. If you, But when you say martial artist, there's a weight behind the term martial artist. Yeah. Now, we are biased, especially you, because I know you come from such a traditional background. There, I'm also biased. I blood, sweat, and tears through the gi as well through a traditional art, so I I have weight behind that term. Yeah. So I know we are both biased. I know you're a little bit more than me, but I'm also biased. When you say martial artist, there's such an implication. And when you have this kind of behavior, I was mad for him popping hot. I was pissed at Dana White and Jeff Nowitzki for moving this event and fucking over literally tens of thousands of people. I got furious with the UFC, especially John Jones, after I saw how he treated that reporter. Hmm. You don't do that. You don't treat people like shit because they're doing their job. 
All she and you asked was evade the question. Yeah. All she asked was why was there a picogram still found in your system? Yeah, I don't care how tired you are. And then she of was answering like, it. Yeah, and then she brought up the whole Frank Mayer thing, like you know, because Frank Mayer was suspended for two years, but now here's John Jones. Exactly. And he, they're after. like, next question, next question. This is yeah. bad, bad journalism. Next question, sit down. She's like, I, I am sitting. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting. Um, it, it's that was disgusting from a from a from a from a. Just a societal level. Yeah. Of just, this is how we're representing the UFC. Mm-hmm. This is how we're representing martial arts and martial artists. Yep. That which, which is, even if some of these people are not, that term is is implicated by the, by the term mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. It's, I would have more respect if he said, I've been answering this so much, to be honest, I just don't want to answer it right now. I've answered it so much. Yeah, just go if watch you want, a video on YouTube or something. There's some quotes from Jeff. There's yeah. a polite way to handle it. Yeah. Saying, sit down. Who is this girl? Yeah. Who are you? Where are you? F- Bad journalism. Boo. That's not a polite way as an athlete to handle it. Yeah. That's just, it's just not. Yeah. That's just not how you do it. And guess what? If you didn't want those questions, don't pop hot and then expect and have the UFC move an event six days before it occurs to a different part of the, uh, the just move it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like just... If you didn't want this to to answer these questions or to have to deal with these kind of inquiries, don't put yourself in this fucking situation. Yeah, it's that simple. It's like, oh man, I hate it when I get arrested for whenever I crash my car drunk. It's like maybe you don't drive drunk. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's really. I'm so sick and tired of going to court. Why do you keep going to court, man? The cops keep getting called because I keep beating the shit out of my neighbor. It's like maybe you stop beating the shit out of your neighbor yeah. and that will stop happening. There's a part of. MMA, the MMA culture, like the MMA um, culture overall has always joked about how John's a sociopath and he has signs of it. Mm-hmm. And I never saw those signs until to, until that press conference. And I was like, holy shit, he's literally not understanding like the depth of what's occurring yeah, and accepting or understanding it. Or he's just an 18-year-old child who thinks he can get away with anything because daddy wants daddy's on his side and has deep pockets who That's can pay. That's what I think. It's one of those two. But it's it's you fucked over so many people. Not to mention the quality of this card is makes it so depressing. Like this card starts off with uh Brian Kelleher versus Montel Jackson. That's an awesome fight. You have Uriah Hall on the fucking early prelims. You have Andre Ovlovsky. You have Katzagano and, and Megan Anderson. You have you have BJ Penn on this fucking card. On the prelims. That's not even the main card. And the main card is just fire after fire after fire. It's Chad Mendes and, and Volkanovsky. It's uh, Latifi versus Corey Anderson. It's Chiesa versus Condit. It's Cyborg and Nunez. It's Gustafson and Jones. This card should be amazing. But it's shadowed by the bullshit that's going on. Yep. Like... And you know what? I said it, and I saw a lot of it on all of the all of the forums and everything like that, with people saying "vote with your wallet." I'm voting my wallet. I'm not not that I was going to buy this anyways, but I'm not watching this. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm sorry, Amanda. I'm sorry, Chris, Carlos. My bad. Ilir, I know. You know, Chad. I'm a huge fan. Like, but I'm sorry, and it sucks because I want to watch Chad so bad. I love Chad Mendes. He's so he's so awesome, and it sucks that I can't I can't watch it. Mm. You know I want to see who the, the the greatest female fighter is w- with Cyborg and Nunez. And guess what? That's the co-main. Yep. So it's like 
And you know what? I don't know if you caught this. Did you see what Dana White said when she when I I forget who asked him about the tax? No. The tax went from nothing to massive amounts of tax for everybody's purse. So fighters are losing money on this now. Somebody asked Dana White at the press conference, and they said, "Hey Dana, like, is there any compensation being rolled out for the fighters now that they're going to be lo- they weren't planning to lose the amount of money from their purse f- due to the change of location for taxes?" And his response? His response was, "Uh, who's going to pay my tax? What about my tax?" And sh- <laughs> and they were like, "Uh, w- w- what about you're not fighting? What about what about the tax I'm spending for all this shit that I'm doing for moving this?" It's like it's not your credit card that's being charged. What, what do you... It, he was just lashing out. Yeah. I'd be like, don't fucking talk about this shit. Which again, don't go to a fucking press conference yeah. if you don't want to talk about it. I have a prediction. I think Dana White is out come sometime next year. Why? After, I, like I said, just with the, the Connor thing and now seeing this with Jones... I see where he's had, and like I said, you know, maybe this was a desperate attempt to make money last minute for the end of the year. But I, I don't know. I, I see him spiraling. Well, here's the funny thing. I never. So, so this goes back to how you are a martial art traditionalist, which is great because I love having your opinion on stuff on, on this on this podcast. I never thought anything bad about the Conor McGregor stuff. I thought that stuff was great. I thought that stuff sold. I thought that stuff was great material. I had nothing wrong. I I, I wasn't that upset about the Conor McGregor stuff. See, the first Khabib. thing I saw was the WWE. Oh, there's this whole backstory that's leading up to this fight. I don't need a backstory. I just want to see two great fighters go at it. I don't need that drama. Right. So here, here's a good point to bring, bring up because a lot of people were talking about this on the forums. They're saying, if that's the case, who's actually going to move away from UFC, fan-wise? What fans are going to say, I'm not watching UFC anymore, I'm watching 1FC, I'm watching Bellator, I'm watching PFL, I'm watching Invicta, I'm watching, insert any MMA promotion's name here. Who's actually going to leave the UFC, though? Hmm. And and here's the problem. The UFC, and I think... Credit to, to Big Brown. I think he's the one who said this. The UFC has become the Kleenex of MMA. Yeah, that's a good way. Of you say it. UFC and it's MMA. It's yep. not, oh, I'm into MMA. Oh, do you watch Bellator? Do you watch 1FC? What do you watch? Do you care about the PFL tournament going on right now? It's like, oh, no, I meant like UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah. People don't even say MMA. They say, I watch UFC. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they've captured that term. That connection. Yeah. Do you think a lot of fans are going to actually jump ship and say, I'm never going to watch UFC again. I'm going to switch over. I think there's going to be a good percentage. I don't know if it's going to be the vast majority of fans, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they talk the talk, you know, but I don't know. I just think this was a very dumb decision in desperate attempt, and um, I have a feeling Dana's going to pay for it, though. I could be wrong. I See, could I, be wrong. I think maybe Dana, he'll. I think Dana's untouchable. Dana said he wants to fight Oscar De La Hoya. 
do you see what I'm saying though? Like, look, yeah. look, look what's happening here. Why? Okay, so the, Oscar De La. You know what though? Hoya. I'm not gonna lie though. I've I've had an issue with Dana for the last like. I I don't know. Maybe since uh, maybe the last like four years, I just never cared for him. I cared for him before the Reebok deal. Okay. I used to I used to watch YouTube videos of him doing post conference like media sit downs when he would sit down at the edge of the stage and everybody would come up and he'd be like, "All right, guys, let's go. What are your questions?" I loved that Dana. That Dana, but the difference was that Dana ran the ship to his fucking calendar. Mm-hmm. So it was done by Dana. And Dana ran the ship so well. You know what I mean? He he I remember him sitting down and talking about stuff so in depth. I was like, why wouldn't he talk about this just at the presser on the so on the podium behind him? Instead of why is he sitting on the edge of the stage talking to like you know, 12 people with their phones out recording him. He doesn't do that anymore. No. Because the UFC got too big. In my opinion. So, I... I, Dana's Dana. His personality has just gotten bigger and bigger as the UFC's gotten bigger and bigger. I get it. He has a job to do. That's uh, exactly where I was going. Is that he went from... The task beforehand was, you're an investor with the Fertitta brothers who are here to try to grow this to a profit and dana said i love fighting and i will do what i can i'll pour my life into this and he did and then they signed the reebok deal and the second they signed the reebok deal that was the shift that was the shift of holy fuck we're like we're we're a big we're a big deal to oh shit we're trying to become a professional permanent thing like the nfl is never going to go out of business and disappear right the nhl is never leaving nascar isn't going to be a thing that's a blast that's like something from the past and nothing that's current in the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. That's what UFC got to. But here's the weird thing. Because the UFC did it, that's what got them the Kleenex title. If it was an official thing, there would be no Bellator. There would be no Invicta. There wouldn't even be a UFC. Or maybe you would still call it UFC. There would be one league, one giant thing with fighters. And that's what it would be. Mm. But because combat sports is so weird, the only template you have that really was successful was boxing. And nobody wants boxing part two with different promotions and promoters and everybody fighting over contracts and all this other shit. And so nobody wants that. So instead, it's just, oh, we're going to keep everything free-flowing and moving. Like every week there's fights and all these different promotions and all this other stuff, which is great for content production, but it's not great for the brand of MMA, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Not in the sense that, like, you know, MMA has a bad, is doing poorly with the numbers, but it's shit like this happens. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. It's to, it's because of some bad apples in the UFC, mm-hmm. a.k.a. John Jones, because this doesn't happen in Bellator. You don't hear the same level of controversy in Bellator. Right. You know? Um, I will not stop watching UFC, but I think unless there's something that really draws me in now, I'm perfectly okay with beginning to watch more and more of other promotions. I've always said I'm a UFC fan, not a big MMA fan, because mm. I felt like it was it was in 
it was serving injustice to say, oh, are you, I'm an MMA fan, but I only really watch UFC. No, you're just a UFC fan. Being an MMA fan means you watch MMA. It yeah. means you don't care. It means you fucking watch that shit. Yep. And that's where I'm at. I, I don't know about you. I know you don't ca- I don't I know you don't really like watch it all the time anyways, so it's not the biggest deal. Yeah, I have to be honest, I haven't really delved much into uh I've watched a few Bellator fights. Um I like Bellator. Yeah, I haven't really delved into like any of the other uh corporations though. Um but you know what? I at this point I might just start experimenting, just watch some things on YouTube. I want to watch UFC. Yeah. I want to see Demetrius Johnson. I want to see Eddie Alvarez. I want to see how they're doing. Yeah. They have fights lined up in March, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for that. So. <sighs> but yeah. I I'm, I just think it's becoming the WWE. Which is a multi-million dollar business. But it's, it's you know, <laughs> again, I just think about what the sport was just even 10 years ago. You know, and I, I get it. Things have a lot of things have happened since then, especially with the Reebok deal. But you know what it was? You know what it was? Back in the day, it was about the fights, right? And now it's about the money. Yes, it was about the fights. Everybody was focused on the quality of fights, mm-hmm. the quality of fighters. They were focused on the holy shit! I can't believe we're gonna see X versus Y. You know what I mean? Yep. And now when you hear X versus Y, it's like, well, why are they doing X versus Y? Why are there six interim titles? Why did why are they stripping that guy of his belt when he never lost it and he's still active? It's like Tyron Woodley. There's rumors that they're gonna strip Tyron Woodley for no reason. Why? Uh, I think like, Tyron I'm pretty sure Tyron like busted I think he busted up his hand or something. He's getting he's basically he's injured. And they were like, we need you to fight in October or whatever. And he was like, uh, I, I'm injured. You guys know this. <laughs> I go into the doctor, got a rehab. I'm doing my shit. Well, I love that. So he has a legitimate reason. And, and they were like, well, next fight's going to be Kamaru Usman versus I forget who for the official title. And they were like, everybody was was going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The official title? So you're going to strip Tyron Woodley for no reason? What? What? Hmm. DC, DC, his, they're fighting for his light heavyweight belt in 24 hours tomorrow. DC relinquished his belt. And his comment was, I don't want to have stripped title on my record book. Mm. So I'm relinquishing my title. Not because he's inactive. He's fought three times. He defended his title three times this year. Yeah. Like he's not capable. It's because he's not the one fighting. Not even. It's because they just want to give a belt away. Yeah. That's literally it. There's no reason for John Jones and Gustafson to be fighting for a belt. They should be fighting for the number one contender spot. But they want to do it for the money. So now there's a belt. So now there's a stripping of a belt. Then there'll be an interim belt at some point. Mm. It's just... That's, I think, the thing that bugs me. Which I think you're talking about. Because back in the day, it was not. it was never about that. Yeah, no. It was, you got to fight your way to the top. You got to take that thing. Yeah. And now it's, can you run your mouth enough? Yeah, you could probably get to, like, number two if you run your mouth and get a title shot. I mean, a lot of that's thanks to Connor too, though, you know? Well, Connor backed it up, though. That's the plot twist. Connor knocked it. He did, yeah. 
Aldo out in 13 seconds. Connor made Eddie Alvarez look like a fool. Connor fucked up Dustin Poirier. Connor beat Max Holloway. Connor's been on a fucking tear. Connor's been putting the money where his mouth is. Yeah. He has done that. You know, Nate Diaz and Khabib aside, in MMA, he's been putting his, he's been doing what he says, which is why he sold. Yep. You know what I mean? Because how many fighters across history have been like, I'm going to fuck him up, man. I'm going to kill him in the third round, blah, blah, blah. He can't handle the pressure. I'm going to drown him. Watch him drown in third round, deep waters. Then it's like fifth round. They're both like, (laughs) 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. But Connor says it, and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, he's fucking done it. Like, he said it every time. Said it against Chad. Chad off the fucking literal beach into a fight, which I don't think is the same thing. But, yeah, oh, I'm going to, he's done. He's not making it out of the second round. Second round, fucking puts him out. Yep. It's like. Mm. Right? Or no? It's all about entertainment. Well, that's all it is. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, that's all this is. So with that being said, people, if you want to buy the pay-per-view, if you want to watch UFC... Don't listen to them. <laughs> don't, don't do it. If you want to watch UFC 232... Don't, don't watch the This UFC. Saturday, December 29th at 10 o'clock p.m. Just just go to bed. Don't, don't even stay up. I won't judge you for it, but please understand the, the things you're supporting with your wallet when you do that. With that being said, this will be the last episode of the year. Yes. This is the last of 2018. Um, big props for us doing this. So yeah. I want to say props to you. This was just a thing we joked about, and then we finally committed to it. Um, so, Mikey, thank you for committing and completing this 2018 well, Thank year. you for having me as the co-host. Mm. I enjoy this, man. I really do. Good. I would fucking hope so. Yeah. The amount of time we spent on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That being said, hope everybody had a good holiday. Yes. Hope everybody has a great new year. We'll see you in 2019. May John Jones lose by knockout. Peace. <laughs>